Oh, all of my girls have, we all, our whole house is defined G centers. Powerful. Yeah. But all of like four of my really dear friends are all open. And my last boyfriend open. Uh, oh, actually wide open. No, no definition there at all. Yeah. Weird. What are we talking about? Character development. Character development. We got sidetracked. Yeah, I was like, the conversation about love. Ooh. These are practical conversations about real life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design-centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. Today, we're talking about character development. Jasmine Kenna would like clarification on what the heck that is. Um, I don't know, but... <laughs> We're talking about the concept of, I think, changing over time and change the character and how the character develops over time. We talked about origin story on this show and hearing about where we come from as the character in your life. And now maybe for perspective, I think a lot about my character's first chapters are the villain and going into later chapters of my story, it's feeling like a shift away from that. But as I look back, I'm not sure that I was the villain, but that is how it felt for those first kind of chapters. So in my own kind of character development, there's a, a interesting story there for me personally. Interesting. Okay. I, I'm yeah, everybody made a face when I said villain. Everyone was like, looked at me in a way. No, oh. no, I wasn't a bad. Terrifying. It wasn't a bad look. It was just like, oh, that's amazing. I, I think I'm going, I don't, well, let me say the character that I'm going into that I am embracing now is definitely magnetic, sexy, star, just... Yeah, like Leo North Node. I love all that. Venus placement. Said the Leo rising. I love all that. Yeah, just I'm just really embracing this. I don't want to even say new. It's always been there, but I'm ready to show the world a very different side of me. And I'm ready to like just be my creative self to just. Yeah, I love that showing another side. I'm I'm feeling kind of like I'm having no choice in that. Like, yeah, I think that's what I mean, too, about mine. Yeah, it's like I'm going to. I'm uh, to be totally transparent. I'm at these stages now on the roof where I'm being like haunted by things of my past where there's been enough time and space now between that thing that happened and where I am now, where it resurfaces as a memory in some way. And it's like, there's some demons there, you know, there are some demons lurking around some fractured parts of myself inside that I have to kind of go back and reclaim and understand because I have a thing with like torture. Like I was absolutely tortured, strapped down, poisoned, like really violent stuff. And it's interesting that I would then introduce you and say that I'm the villain. My story starts as the villain, which I think is fucked up because then how could you not be a villain? You were absolutely tortured in numerous fields and realities like through that timeline. So now going into this place kind of like of healing on the roof, these past things are coming and I'm having to deal with them. And I, I think I might have a hard time having to actually come to terms with some of the things that happened is like a totally new chapter. So when I say I have to be transparent and I have to, I couldn't hide anyway, it's like, you're going to see it on me because I've got to deal with it. And I have these spaces where there are in a ways a person or an audience or an other in some way that really do hold me in allowing me to kind of become that new character. They're willing to see me another way. And you're willing to see yourself another way. Well, that's like the whole thing. Yeah. 
well, I, I, I have this thing right now where I'm, I'm, I'm my own personal manifestation process around will. I'm not willing to even see somebody spew any kind of venom toward me. It doesn't exist to me. I'm not even allowing myself to see it. I'm completely tuning it out because I've just come to full acceptance around how vulnerable I am to that. Like how that could throw me off for years, just dealing with that. Because as I have these haunting memories resurface, I'm understanding why I'm like that and why I do that and why I'm hurting and why I recoil and I want to heal it. So I'm not putting myself in those kind of violent territories. I'm, just, I'm, I'm unwilling, you know, I'm unwilling to see that sort of venom. And I, and if somebody tries to call me into war in any way, cause that is something that happens to me a lot. I immediately just lay down or show my belly or call for peace. Like I'm not being dragged anywhere. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Cause that's everything I did before. And I, I can't. Yeah. It's tough to have a defined will or defined ego and do that, you know, and be, because we are, we will fight and win, you know, and then I, I've had, I've like refused to fight. Yeah. I will not. Yeah. I've had to realize that like, oh, what does it mean to win? Like, how is this a win? If I, because I will, like, I have the capability to destroy, like, just to like burn it down. And I will, I have in my life. So So it's, yeah. And so I'm like, but that's, that's not really winning. So um, no, that's the ultimate loss. Yeah. Cause you lose, you're not proud. No. And if you're a defined heart and you're not proud, you've lost your ability to be empowered. Right. I mean, and that's a little, I'm a little different than you in that because I, it's when my I, whole thing, right? Yeah. I don't right. have a sacral. I don't have a solar plexus. Right. When I have like righteous indignation and I'm like following my heart and I'm like flipping out or doing whatever I'm doing, I don't, I feel perfectly fine. Like I don't feel bad. I don't generally feel bad even afterwards. I'm just like, I wish that didn't have to happen like that, but I told you. And now it's that way. And I do single definition. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So for me, it's like, okay, now I have to like decide how much of myself I'm willing to commit to warring and to, to, or to, yeah. To what end am I willing to go? And I'm just not committed to it. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't give a shit. Like when I think, yeah, I think the word commit is a sacral word Mm -hmm. and I don't really use it in my vocabulary at all, but I do have an equivalent that is ego driven mm-hmm. and it's a different energy, but it's similar. And I get into these spaces. I like of, the word discipline, by the way. Sorry. That's a good, I do like that one too. But my word is devote. What am I devoted to? And I'm often devoted to my peace. And if something's yeah. going to disturb my peace, I'm not willing to see it. Love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really quite strict and I would say disciplined. Easy. Yeah, I would. I, I like that. devoted and disciplined. I would say one thing because I have five words this year. Um, I did right. not pick one because I'm like, why would you pick? Why? Words? Let me write a poem. Sure. Right. So my words are abundance, alignment, wanderlust. Of course, that's the one that's like really lighting me up. Opulence and connection. And oh, nice. I want to be connected more to the people around me, to myself. More importantly, but. I also realized that I wasn't standing firm in my boundaries. And in this new character, I have really firm boundaries and there's nothing wrong with that. Because what I've realized is that I'm very magical. And when someone's not ready for my magic, I get left holding the emotional bag and it destroys me. It doesn't do anything for them. And so I have to make sure that I'm walking away and not having kind of, well, I'm motivated by guilt, which sucks. Um, so no, that, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
That's beautiful. <laughs> no, that's a beautiful, don't, don't, you have to do that. That's a beautiful motivation. Fine. It's a beautiful motivation, but you just don't like the word, the title of it. That's all. I don't like the word guilt. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in this new kind of character that I am being, I have to make sure that when my boundaries are broken, I cannot look back. There's no second chances. There's no, you get another try at this because I get left with the emotional bag in my hand. Like, oh no, I'm, I just wanted to interject that, like sort of what Jasmine was saying. In the concept then of character development, where were you and what have you learned? Where have you come now? Because if, if you got to carry it, you know, you've learned that. So mm-hmm. who is AC before and who is AC becoming now from that lens? From that lens, AC before was, well, they just maybe didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Or giving someone else the benefit of the doubt of saying, you know, well, maybe, well, they're just not ready and they're just not this, all of these things that could be true. Transferring to possibility. Right. But it doesn't excuse me. Serve I'm so sorry. Me I'm so sorry. Transferring to hope. To, hope. to mm-hmm. hope. Transferring to hope. But it doesn't serve me. No. It does nothing for me in the end. So I have to remove that hope that they are aware, remove that hope that someone cares, remove that hopes that they know what they're doing. All of these things, I have to remove that because that doesn't serve me because I am left feeling a certain way. Totally. So therefore moving forward, you know, the past would be like, well, I hope they understand or I hope they get it or I hope they, you know, maybe if I just let a slither of, of space in between to where they could, you know, come back or we could be friends and all of this stuff. You're willing to take crumbs. And so then that's all you'll ever eat. Yeah. And I am no longer available for crumbs. I want full meals. I want buffets, platters, appetizers. I want Michelin star (laughs) 10 course meals. Yeah. And so when I finally kind of realized that, if I know now that a person only has crumbs to give me, there's no reason for me to leave any opportunity for you to give me that, regardless of how much you change, regardless of how much work you do. My experience of you, right. My experience of you. If you have the capacity to just give crumbs, that is so not your fault. Like deal with that. Right. It's not your fault, but it's not even the capacity for them, it's more, this is the capacity that you're showing me. Totally. You might show a buffet to someone else, but in my eyes. Oh well, yeah. They might need less or need different. Right. In my totally. eyes, you've only offered me crumbs. So I can no longer have space in my life for crumbs, regardless of if you're giving out buffets and Michelin star meals in the future, doesn't matter. My experience of you mm-hmm. has been crumbs and that is where it begins and that is where it ends. Some people only know how to give crumbs because they're in such a lack Like they will only give these little tiny and, and like they don't they aren't they aren't even aware that they're doing that, you know? Yeah, well, you're right. And it's not my business not for me. B- before I would be more concerned with do they know that they're giving crumbs? Let me enlighten them or inform mm-hmm. them that they're giving crumbs. None of my business now because my experience of you is crumbs. I don't want them. Yeah. Rachie, character development, the pure generator over time. Yeah, I was also thinking if this has to do a bit with the identity center too, because for sure, yeah, you guys were describing like sort of choosing your character. And I don't think, yeah, I think for a defined identity, it's 
it's not that you don't change over time, but it's a bit yeah, what's, different. What's the perspective on this? Cause this is trendy right now. Like the language has moved a little bit away from spirituality and it is very digitized video game influence. Choose mm-hmm. your character, you know, that whole energy. Yeah. What like for, for the undefined G center, that is so delightful to think that there's this freedom to be allowed to, you know, find another facet of who you are. What is it when it comes to the defined G center? Cause I really have no idea. And is it, is it a different experience or is it empowering too? Yeah. I think the name for it that I definitely resonate with is like an identity upgrade. Oh, I love that. Ooh, love. That's what I'm into right now. And I feel like it also goes along with the law of assumption, Mm -hmm. which is something else I'm also into. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's what I'm all about. So when it's like an identity upgrade, it's basically saying, here's this thing that I already know to be true about me. That's always been true because my identity is fixed. And here's how I'm going to like peel back what's stopping me from expressing that. So instead of like choosing a new thing to sort of rise into, which I would assume is more the experience of the undefined, which would make sense because it's like all about your ultimate choice of who you want to become. It's more about expressing something that's already there. So I think for me, the journey has, if I had to like name the main theme, it would be like from victim to Mm. creator or someone who's in their power or powerful or knows that they are powerful. Empowered. That would be the, yeah, the shift for me, like the main overarching one. Victim to empowered. Yeah. And it's gone from very similar to what AC is describing with people of really not being able to see people clearly and accept what they were able to provide and acting accordingly to more now, like my own thoughts. That's like a big source of discord in my life. I realize, I often realize that, oh, wow, you know, I am living my dream life. I am living my dream day. These things that felt so impossible five years ago, but it's still not delivering in the way I hope because my own Hmm. thoughts about it are like, they just don't feel good. So yeah. I do hear the undefined ego for you and AC though, too. Yep. Yeah. That, that theme of the the power and the worth is definitely there. Yeah. It's a journey. And that's going to be a big one for anybody with that. Yeah. It just is. It is just a big journey. Yeah, it is. Jasmine, defined heart and defined G. You're the only, only one of us like that. So you might be able to speak to these experiences differently. I think for me... I, I don't know, like I would consider myself a passenger. Like that would be like my old, my old, not old identity, but like Rachel was saying, like, I feel like I'm up. I feel like I upgrade a lot. Like every couple of years I do an upgrade and, and yeah, the feel, like that language. Yeah. And the feeling is definitely like, oh, this is just another, this is who I am already. You know, like when I cut my hair, someone said to me like, oh, like, why did, like, what made you do that? And I thought, oh, like, I, I don't know. I was, I that's just part of, I was just, I just did it. Like it didn't feel like this, like, Oh, I'm making this big declaration or something. It just felt like, Oh, this is just something I should do right now to like be how I want to feel or look how I feel inside. Like I want my, the both things to match. So Um, yeah, I think for me, like I spent a lot of time in my life pretending to be a passenger, like knowing, I think it's like the defined heart and like defined state girl and identity center, like knowing where to go and knowing how to do it. And then letting someone else drive the car all the time. And then being secretly like, like I need, I need to do this myself. So now I feel like I'm moving into like more of a, like the magician archetype where I can be powerful and I can be playful and I can be a creator. 
And I can also maybe be a little villainous, maybe be like, I think that the idea that of being the passenger and letting someone else drive the car, I did that wrong. Like as the magician, you are here to be a catalyst for people or a trigger for people, an activator. But like, that doesn't mean that I have to like stay with that person. Like, I don't have to be like, this is the only person I'm activating or being a catalyst for. Like I'm here to do that all over the place. And so I'm going to just go my own way and do that. Does that make sense? I don't know if it does, but it makes sense. Whenever I talk to define G centers, I like, I really don't, I sometimes get in these spaces of like, I really don't know who I am. And the only sense I have to understand that is when I look back and when I look at what I've done. And so then, you know, I've done some things I'm not proud of. And so, and then that kind of informs me on where I might want to go going forward based on, you know, what I'm not proud of or what I learned or whatever. I'm sorry. I really hear like the six coming out here, but I don't have a good concept of myself when I look forward, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's just, that's interesting. it's hard to, you know, so I have to set my eyes on something and then like decide and choose to go after it. Otherwise it's just very like, I don't know. I I could, I, I genuinely feel like I could do anything I wanted. So it can be overwhelming to like set your sights on a selection. And so I, I usually, it really will depend who I have around me because that really influences where I want to go, what I want to do. Cause I'm not interested in doing things alone. Like I don't want to be super loaded and, and none of my friends are because then I can't enjoy my, my richness. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I like to be surrounded by certain feelings. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. You know, AC, you have a hand up. Yeah. What the fuck does that <laughs> mean? Say something about this. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, what does this mean? It's so funny because that you said, when I talk to defined G centers, I feel more sure of who I am. Oh, interesting. When I, it's so you strange. You think that would be how it is. Yeah. I feel more sure of who I am when I talk to a defined G. I can point out just by having a conversation, I know someone is a defined G. Usually I would say 70, 30% of the time as we talk and as I hear them talk in the way they think about life, it is very in the space that is very sure in the moment that almost feels like a prison. And you can hear it a little bit, not in a bad prison way, but in this is the space that I'm operating in right now. And this is the energy that I have of this space. I can't let anything else really get in the way of that. And you feel that. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this got to be a defined G person. Yeah. And it's just very definitive in their their current space. Yeah. Like it's fixed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The G center to me is another heart and it's very similar to the ego And that was one center, right? That mutated into two and one sort of took over like respect, protection, the material, and one sort of took over love. Like we think heart, you think love, right? And that's really more G center. When you look at my body graph kind of like top down, my first open center is the G center. And for me, that's probably one of my biggest aches. I know the solar plexus is also there, but the G center, you know, my tumor was in that location. It's just a really like harrowing like area for me. But I I find other undefined G center people, they get all lost in their fucking like purpose, 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 purpose. And I'm like that. I never, ever feel that way. I always feel like I have purpose and drive and direction. I don't know if that's my ego influencing it, but love whoa, for me, the G center is the whole thing is love and compassion, love, but also my conscious son is 46, which is the G center too. So 
that might be influencing some things, but AC, like to hear you talk about, like you step into, you step into someone, you feel sure of yourself in that way. Talking to Alex Cantone, I can get like that. Cause she's got that. She's got powerful G center, but I recognize it as a similar heart feeling. So I can, I know how to kind of handle it, I guess. Otherwise you, I can get swept away on the G center for sure. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go do the thing. That's the direction. Let's go. But usually I unplug from that. And then it makes me feel like, wow, they really have something there. And I, I don't have something there. You know, I'm still collecting it. I don't know what it is unless I look back at whatever uh, what I've done. I I see where you're coming from with that, but I also see there's a sparkle missing. You because you said I see that they have something there. For me, I see that they have something there too, the Define G, but there's a sparkle that misses for me when I talk to a Define G. There's a little bit of um a glimmer of hope, mean? if you want to say, like a glimmer of hope or possibility. Or just this kind of well, the G center is very expansive feeling when you right. come, when you so, connect to someone with a G center, they feel like it feels like the way that the the ego would feel empowering, the G center feels expansive. So it's super similar, but it's just a bit different, right? So with the defined G for me, there's almost like it's missing a little bit of sparkle. It's missing a little shine. Oh, and you, you can mean? feel it would be that. the opposite. Well, there's yeah. less pot. There's there just are less possibilities. If you have something defined, basically. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's less point, possibilities and you can feel that because it's so fixed in this current possibility, this current state. Yeah, because they know who they are. I know what right. you're talking about now. Yeah. And it's just like, but what about this? And they're just they, <laughs> they can't. Just, yeah. No, and we, that no. <laughs> that to me is is weird because I know that. The world Weird, doesn't work says. like that. It just doesn't work <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, it's funny though. Like people have said to me, you know, I have a defined G and people will say to me that I feel so consistent to them. I feel consistent and I feel safe to them. And I always thought that was like a funny thing. Like what? Like, and I feel good to them. And it's all my open IDs, you know, my open G center folks. Like they feel good around me. Like they feel safe and more maybe buoyed or or like, oh, I'm, I'm good here. And I don't know if that's... That's such Key West language, hey? It is. Yeah. Like, but, but it's not like, it's like, to me, it's not necessarily like not as many possibilities, but it's like sometimes too many possibilities is freaking overwhelming. And you need to like be shored up more Key West language. Like you need to be like, I'm tied to something and it's something that feels good, not something that feels heavy or or weird, but like something that actually feels good. So I don't know. I typically fall in love with a defined G-Center. And I like love that person a little bit more than they love me, you know? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like I love Derek more than he loves me. And I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, you should adore me. And he does. It's just a, it's just an electromagnetic thing. Like it's just, yeah, I'm designed to plug into him there. And it's like, mm, wherever you are, you're my home. Doesn't matter where we go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll go anywhere with you. If you're there, I feel good. But when we connect, we just, we only have our solar plexus open. So we're learning. What were you going to say, Jasmine? Oh, all of my girls have, we all, our whole house is defined G-centers. Powerful. Yeah. But all of like four of my really dear friends are all open. And my last boyfriend open. Uh, oh, actually wide open. No, no definition there at all. Yeah. Weird. What were we talking about? Character development. Character development. We got sidetracked. Yeah, I was like, the conversation about love. Ooh. Yeah. But character development and the G-center is a good, is a good conversation though, because- mm-hmm. P does a lot of stuff like timeline jumping, choose your character, you know, P the fairy. I'm so leaning into that this year. Is she undefined? G? I believe she's totally open. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She is. 
That would make that makes total she, sense. I've thought about she's that a, a lot. Five with her. one too, right? No, five two. She's five, yeah, five, five two. two. Okay. The mirror, the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Powerful design. And we love P's work. Oh, we do. Love P's expression. We're we're team P. We champion P. P pod. And what I would say with this too is a lot just me having a defined gene, maybe this is why I feel like I do attract a lot of like clients and people who have undefined genes. And that tends to be their biggest pain point in their design. Totally. So I've developed a bit of an interest in it because I wanted to be able to help them out of how do they handle this. And I see it the way that reflectors are too, which is the empowering Mm. way to look at it is yes, they are very open to who's around them, but they have the ultimate choice in who they choose. You know, like a reflector is very, does become their environment, but they have the ultimate choice in what environment they put themselves in. So I like that free will, you could say. Exactly. Like it's much more open and lots more possibilities. And so they have to remember that unlike maybe someone who's more fixed, they can just say, nope, I'm out of here. Like I'm choosing this other thing. I'm choosing this other person. And then I think when they start to understand that, they realize, oh, it's okay to be influenced by the people around me. That's totally natural. You just have to make sure that those are the right people. Right. Yeah. That's your yeah. that's your job to do. It's bonkers, undefined G, you guys. Like, yeah, I can't imagine People really get aches. They get really ached and like uh, the concept of anxiety. People like, oh my God, my head is spinning. I I don't experience that. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm I'm pretty solid mental energy. Okay. Like, and, and discipline around that, but my anxiety will find me in a rattly chest, you know, like like, there for me. And that can, it can, and then my heart's palpitating and I'm like, oh God, like it can just, it can start to psych me out. But the undefined G center even in my experiences going out with people and connecting with people, if it's undefined, it's, it's like a throb, it's a throbbing area, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whether it's purpose, whether it's love, whether it's direction, whatever it is, it can be a throb. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, my mom has everything to find except her G center and it's wide oh, open wow, and wow. she struggles. I mean, she's really like, where do I fit in? Am I ever going to be loved? What you know what I mean? Like that, but, and everything else in, in her chart is completely defined, you know? And it's just that, and it, it is, it's like, she has an ache, like where, where, what is for me? And, and she's constantly, she's like constantly questioning, like, if, is this it? Yeah. Is this it? Is this it? And I, and I being defined there, I'm like, the hell are you talking about? Of course, this is it. Like you're having a great time, you know, like this is, you're living a really nice life. And she's always just, it's like a running anxiety about like, is this the right thing for me? If my memory serves me. So you have a mom who has eight out of nine centers defined and a brother with nine centers defined. I do. Amazing. Wow. Jasmine. I had an amazing, a lot of definition. I had an amazing childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Says the totally open head. Yeah. Yeah. And all three of us are, you know, uh, defined we're all MGs, obviously, and we all yeah. have defined hearts. And so, and then I'm just like oh, a little yeah. open head, open emotion. That was a little, I was just a stress case. Like, this is a lot of energy. I don't like it. I'd like to leave now. There's so many, I, I, it's so interesting that you bring this up this way because so many of the generators I've ever experienced do have a defined G. And so I, it's hard for me to separate what a generator might feel like with an undefined G. I don't have as big a collection, you know, to. Oh yeah. I have a it, huge so, collection of those people. Yeah. So that I, I'm, I'm interested to see that and then see how it shifts because the sake girl too, is this whole thing. That's just so you never get to experience what it feels like for us to like plug into your sacral. You know what I mean? And it's wild. 
like the, like the way you can fall into somebody with a sacral and like, you guys don't experience that because you've got your own. So you might yeah fall into other people who have a sacral in a way, but it's not the same, like, so it's just neat to think about how we plug into each other in different ways. Like I, like I just said, plugging into a defined G center, I will adore that person. Like that person can become my home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I have felt people plug into my heart big time. I felt people plug into my head big time. You know, I can feel myself pressurizing someone's brain. You know what I mean? Like, I'll leave. Bye-bye. You know, and they're like, eyes are glazing over. I'm like, bye. My kid, my kids with this open head. He's yeah. the MG with the open head starts spinning. You know, they're like, it's, they, they can, they got so much energy and it's got nowhere to go. And it's like, comes out the head with thoughts, ideas, anxiety, overwhelm. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. P and I, man, we used to be so stressed out in those spacious meetings. Yeah. Like both of us would be like, like, this is so much like head, head energy. Like oh, I'm yeah. like, my brain is going to, you know, like my teeth would hurt. Me and Rach used to get into this because sometimes we'd be like, it's great to connect to define head people. Cause like everyone knows how to think. Everybody thinks their own little way. And you just, you know, it's, there's no kind of overwhelm that happens. Right. Like I remember Jazz, um, Jazz and Rachel and I would get together and everybody has a defined head. And it was just very like, oh yes, oh perspective. Oh yes, oh perspective. It was oh, so God. fascinating. Yeah, like yeah, the three of you, like, I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Like my, like literally I'm gonna twitch. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.